Hello everyone, it is Jiggy. Hi guys, it's Troy. And welcome back to another episode of our Women's Wrestling Weekly Review of the Pipe Bombshell Podcast. And, you know, um, to, well, for the, unlike others, we've actually seen the entire week before we're talking about this now. We start ahead, so we have more things covered. But mm-hmm. honestly, this week has been uneventful to say the like, not the people, but it has been a little bit uneventful for my taste. But, Same you know, here. it was a pretty solid week. And to be fair, we used to get one Divas match per week before. So shall one we just move Divas on? Yeah, for sure. Well, before I didn't we like it. True, you didn't. But like, I just want to say that our classes are technically, essentially over. So we have mine are done, hundred percent. Girl, mine are ninety nine point nine percent. Like, I just have final stuff in January, so no comment. But for now, my mind is all focused on wrestling on this podcast. So I'm ready Same. to go. Like we're telling you guys right now, we're going to have not one, but two special episodes before the year ends. Back-to-back Wednesdays, honey. But shall we just get into the review itself? All right, let's jump right in. So starting things this week, as usual, we have Monday Night Raw and... This was a surprising week. Um, yet again, we have two Divas matches, ma'am, on a three-hour show. Girl, um, SmackDown? Okay, um, we're not going to talk about SmackDown yet. Not even today as we're recording this. We're recording it tomorrow. But SmackDown yeah. has been outselling Raw. Like, so even... much. Mm-hmm. Even yeah, for sure. Well, I wouldn't really say division, but, like, the way they're using the women's I think they're division. Their, mm-hmm, for like, sure. moments, But... Girl, we got to talk about Raw first. So first up, we got the battle of David and Goliath. We got Lana taking on one half of the women's tag team champions, Nia Jax. So I feel like this was a gag. So Jiggy, start us off. Why was this match so short? That's my biggest yeah. question. Like, this was being built up forever. And you're just going to give was. us, like, what, a five-minute match? It's not satisfying. Like... I completely get how Naya lost though because it's gonna be hard, especially if you have that amount of weight. Like for real, like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, I'm a big girl too, so this is not like any yeah. shit or anything. But it's not, it's so hard to like get up with that position how Naya was in. But I, I, I did like the little storytelling though for real. Like I like, I don't want to say I feel sympathy for Lana, but I can see why WWE yeah. is trying to get sympathy for her. But. You know, it was a it was an okay match. Not a lot of like it was really more in the storytelling, and it really what it's really it's it was really just building up to what happened after the match. To be real, and I just want to point out Miro's tweet when Lana pinned oh Nia Jax. That was such a serve. It's funny. It's giving me I Big Swole to Cedric Alexander, which is Big it was the serve. That was a moment. It is funny. For for context, he actually said, I taught her that pin last night. If y'all sure. remember that pin. It was a moment. I was in that pin, but mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all I really have to say. My only problem with this one, honey, they should have had more time. It was a three-hour show. And essentially, this is the main women's storyline right now in Raw. So I'm like, bitch, hello. Like, they're not following up. Alexa was nowhere to be found yet again this week. Neither. And, like, this is not even. And, like, we have the Dana and Reckoning going on. 
but we all, but like I feel like this is what they're focusing on. So why did they only yeah. get like five minutes or something? It's giving me divas era, but not in a good way. Uh-huh. But not in a good way. That's what I want to say. Because in terms of being a good way divas ear, we're talking about Carmella, but that's for later on. That's but true. For now, um, Lana versus Nia Jax, five minute match. Um, I don't want to say I wasn't surprised because from the things we've seen on Raw, <laughs> we've always gotten these really short stuff, which is weird because SmackDown is an hour and I don't know. It's two hour? hours long. Two hours long. Two hours. And we had like much more time spent there like Carmella got her segment Bianca and Billy got their time um even the tag match was pretty fine with me um but Lana versus Nia Jax the top storyline that they've been building for two to three months now it's been a really long time that's a five minute match for a finale well this isn't mm-hmm. probably the finale because the finale is probably TLC or I don't know if they'll extend I don't after know. that so I don't know but Lana versus Lana and Nia are the main parts of this storyline so i would have expected more rip oscar rip rest in peace oscar truly like girl she was gone and she's the <laughs> champion by the way so like man but you know i gotta give credit where credit's due lana's um hurricane rana that was amazing kind of reminded me of like um candace oh, that was really good rana on eo it was really that. good jump up that was pretty cool um you know that that finish. Of course, we know um, she had to win by roll up or you know that sneaky little pin that Mira was talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, for sure. Because you know you can't have you can't have the tag champs lose clean, um, especially for the title defense coming. Um, this because this is a go home show. This is a go home show for TLC. So you can't have them lose um, cleanly. So that was nice. But in terms of what happened after the match, girl. Lana can sell pain. Like she was crying. She can, honey. Out. She's a trained actress. <laughs> she is. Like, oh my god. Like she probably she wasn't pitch perfect, perfect, honey. Perfect, oh, right? there we go. <laughs> the pitch there perfect is. energy. Seinfeld is shaking in her boots because CJ Perry is here crying her heart out. But oh my god, it actually looked like Shayna was killing her. Like, it looked like her knee was actually. It literally broken. was. I was cringing. I was cringing, yo. Like I was legit cringing. And like, like I was oh. laughing her while. Shayna was doing like I was like oh my god this is this is bullying and I feel so bad but I feel like that's just what they're really that's what they're about. going for so. so I guess it's working in some way but we all know what happened um she got injured quote unquote so actually we'll talk about our predictions on who Oscar's partner yes. later on after this next match but any final thoughts I actually I also I also want to say because like Oscar tried to save her right that like five seconds of her like beating up Shaina and Naya like like they actually got there done that is the strongest Oscar has looked in like how many months and I yeah. and that it's honestly so sad because she just that she didn't so even like dope. come out on top but that was a like this is what the Oscar that I'm looking for, but it's very interesting though. Like honestly, um, knowing WW, okay, I'm just gonna skip to the projections later. But overall, this was pretty good. And Haley Stanfield, take notes for your role as Kate Bishop. Take I lied, honey. Me. I lied, honey. <laughs> I'm so excited for. Drag. I'm 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 waiting for your Kate Bishop performance though. Female Hawkeye, by the way, for those who don't know. So yeah. yeah. So yes, right. that's all I have to say. All right. So moving on to our final match, girl. We just started Raw. No comment. Moving on to our final match on Raw, we got one half of the other half, rather, of the women's tag team champions, Shayna Baszler, taking on one half of the Cock Destroyers, Dana Brooke. <laughs> the Cock <laughs> Destroyers. Um, honestly, 
this was a pretty decent match, as to my liking. Uh, personally, Dana Brooke and Shayna Baszler kind of work pretty well against each other. They do, I would say. Like, um, Dana Brooke's gymnastics background, Shayna just, you know, catching her midair into that choke. Um, that's all I have to say. They have great chemistry, which is something that we probably wouldn't expect because we haven't really seen them work with each other too much for the past, I don't know, past year. But yeah, I'm glad that Dana's still being used, obviously, even though Mandy was gone. But we all know what happened after the match. So that was pretty cool. Um, but that's all I have to say in terms of Mandy's return. Girl, Queen was Queen was wearing leather. Black leather, the cop and, destroyers, and she had a kendo stick. You know, she she just um, she just she just <laughs> finished um filming Slag Wars or whatever. Not Slag, girl. <laughs> hey, what? I actually haven't watched that show. Is it? Is it? Nice? I should watch it. I should watch it. It seems like a very. It's like dragons make it the cock destroyer. Yeah. Destroy! Oh my god. Okay, but yeah, some other time. And when we review Slag like Wars on this podcast. Girl. Wait, that's a moment. Let's take let's take Maybe. note of that. No, <laughs> uh, let, let, let's let's note it down. But yeah, that was pretty yeah. cool. You know, Mandy coming back with her kendo stick. You know, she's been doing things with that kendo Sheeta? stick. Sheeta, Sheeta, Sheeta tease. But you know, except Mandy's actually on her show. But <laughs> I do not want to comment. I lie. Anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, that was really cool. You know, Oscar coming out also trying to help help out. Um. But for me, I still don't exactly know who is replacing Lana in the for tag sure. match. So, why don't you continue? What do you think? Knowing WWE, they could easily just put Dana, Mandy, Lacey, or Peyton in this position. Exactly. But, and, I, and I'm scared for that. If, if it's going to be like that, hear me out. Hear me out. If they're really going to go with like one woman who's in the roster, I feel like the best option is Billy Kay. Just because she's looking for the right partner against the riot squad, right? Good after me. Hello, Does, that, wouldn't that make sense if she teams up with Asuka? Girl, oh my god! Actually, like I feel like Billy Kay would be such a great option, but of course, um, in that discussion as well is Charlotte and Naomi. And part of me, I, I definitely see Charlotte being the more likely one, but part of me doesn't want it to be Charlotte because. I don't see WWE making Charlotte lose her first match back. And I don't want, I'm sorry, Asuka, but I don't want another two belts. I'm sorry. So, sorry to this man. I don't want another two belts for now. We're past that era of two Not belts. Not yet. Like, give it, give it like a year or two, then I'll be okay yeah. with it again. You'll have like time to like breathe, you know? But yeah. So, but yeah, um, I would I couldn't really narrow it to one. Like that's the interesting part about this. But if I were to narrow top three, I would say Billy Kay. Well, Billy Kay is more of like a want. Naomi yeah. and Charlotte. Actually, I have to agree, but I will bring up something interesting because hmm. I'm not sure if you watched Raw Talk, but um, Mandy and Dana were on Raw Talk, and they were pretty much putting the focus on them as. Um, the replacement for Lana and Kayla Braxton was like, "How would you feel if Dana got the spot instead of you?" And then, the, and then they were like, um, "It doesn't matter which one of us gets it; we'll be supportive of each other." So, part of me thinks that it might be one of them. But now that you brought up Billy Kay, <laughs> I, I actually want to see that. I want to see that happen. But to be real, though, like it would make sense with everything that's going on. Exactly, because you know, with her whole gimmick, looking for a tag team partner, it would just make sense. And Billy Kay honestly was the last person that I would think of, so that was pretty cool. Because you know, she's on SmackDown, but I forgot. 
because of how like they've been putting the titles on Raw. I forgot that. Yeah, it's weird. I forgot like the tag titles are like for all three brands, you know. So that was pretty interesting to see. But okay, let's. I guess we'll just go to our predictions for this tag team match at TLC. Who do you have? I really, 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 really want Shane and Nia to win because I don't want another two belts era for now. But if it was Charlotte or okay, if it was just Charlotte, I have I can definitely see Oscar winning the championship. But overall, I'm gonna give the slight edge to Shane and Nia. Same here. I just I just really don't see them giving Oscar two belts. Not that they don't want to or like they don't see her um worthy of having two championships, but you know, I don't know. It's just based on storyline. I don't think if Lana was in the match, I would probably say that maybe they would have a better chance, like Oscar and Lana winning. But you know, Honestly, with Lana out, I don't know. So I, I'll have to give it to Shane and Naya for now. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> nah, that's all I have to say. Um, but all I'm gonna say is, um, Dana and Mandy. Now that you brought up the raw talk, it's giving me the beautiful people with winter. The beautiful people with winter. <laughs> Speaking of winter, so well, we'll talk about that some other time. But yeah, I guess that was pretty much it for raw. We got two matches. Um, it, gave it was us subpar. It was really subpar, especially with you know. Other raw segments and NXT girl. No girl was serving us NXT UK. NXT UK, but NXT UK actually has a reason to be short. That's true. You know? That's true though. Alright, so if nothing else, I guess we'll just move on to NXT. Anyways, ciao. NXT is up right next, and honey, who is doing it like them? Back to back women main event. No, no, no one. And I honestly prefer this one over the last week's one. No, no shade, but I prefer this week's one better. <laughs> no, no. Um, I have my I have my reasons, but we have yeah. a good amount to talk about from US to UK. So let's first start with the U- NXT US, of course. Um, Rhea Ripley actually had a little segment over here. She was like, what do you think about um, facing Tony Storm again? And she basically said like, bitch, I don't give a fuck Tony Storm. I don't give a fuck about <laughs> she Raquel Gonzalez. And she was basically like, all I know is I'm going to win my match tonight and I'm going to win. I'm going to be NXT Women's Champion soon. So she what didn't you- win. She didn't. <laughs> we'll but- talk about that later. What can you what can you, what can you say about the little promo? It's giving me badass vibes, and I love it. Like it's yeah, giving well, it's very Rhea Ripley. Yeah, it's very. But Rhea. I'm just like that could have easily went. That could have easily went to like Io Shirai, who wasn't on the show. Io Shirai she giving us. Tease. Oh my god! <laughs> exactly. you about to say it's giving us the Sheeta tease. <laughs> it's giving me Sheeta, and like I'm just a bit disappointed because like it would have been inter- it would have been interesting if. EO gave her two cents about the situation. Like, they could have... I don't know, girl. So, yeah. I'm just a bit disappointed that EO is not in the show. I'm going to put it out there now because I feel like I'm, I would have said that sooner rather than later. So, yeah. Um. So, do you have any more comments or shall we just move on? It's a good amount. 
Yeah, I don't have anything to say about this segment aside from the fact that it's very Rhea Ripley. You know, I'm gonna beat her up. Um, we have history, which to be fair, they're kind of blessed to have a history with each other. You know, not a lot of women's rivalries have had history like that. You know, all the way from UK moving over to US, like they have their rivalry set. So that was pretty even cool. May Young Classic and May Young Classic. So that was pretty cool to see. But that's all I have to say. So up next over here, we got something very modern. A woman beating up a man with yeah. a Zaylee being I kind I hike you lived. I hike you lived for that. Yeah. And like we saw Zaya Lee basically being forced to beat down Boa by like the old man and the uh, oh. the, 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 the I don't know I don't know what his name is. They don't even put it in the subtitles. Yeah. Yeah, so so I have no idea what his name is. And like the 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 mysterious woman is just watching by it. I honestly love this a hundred percent. It's giving me it's very cinematic. It like very it felt it felt like such like one of those it's giving me Captain America vibes. Maybe it's just because I've been watch I've been like super excited for all of the Marvel things coming out next year. But it was very Captain America, like the cinematography and all in style. And I'm like, oh period. Like, yes, Zaya, beat Boa up. <laughs> okay, so well. All I have to say is, first of all, Zaya, queen of intergender wrestling, Candice LeRae. Exactly. Tease, um, China tease, Zaya Lee is the new queen of intergender wrestling. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, to be fair, I her, love kicks it, pretty cool. her kicks were pretty cool, you know. The iconic Brie Bella, yes kicks, yes. Brie Bella. Oh, Brie Bella, yes kicks. Brie Bella. Brie but Bella, yes. I found it... It was so good. It knocked Liv more. Uh, okay, that was a horrible joke. I'm not gonna continue that sentence. <laughs> I'm not gonna continue well, that sentence. She delivered an awesome kick that day. But anyway, <laughs> um, well, honestly, I just want to know what, why they're doing this. Like, because I know that they're doing yeah, it for same. penance, but what are they being like punished for? Like, was it because for sure losing? Every single match, you know, that that's my guess. I don't know, maybe she's bringing dishonor to her family, like the stereotypical understanding of Western people towards Asians, if you understand what I mean. Okay, but to be fair, I wouldn't necessarily say that's wrong. But I, I know, I know. That's I, I wouldn't necessarily, but like, but like, I feel it's a bit too overdone for my taste, for, for real. Fair point. Yeah, like it's, like, it's, it's not necessarily wrong, but... <laughs> It's a bit yeah, too overdone. In wrestling, that's pretty cool. But, you know, we have it Asian is. women like Shotzi Blackheart, not in that store and doing her own thing. But that's I'm still true. really intrigued. Like, until now, it's been like weeks and we still have They no haven't said anything. Clue. We have no clue on where this is going. We don't know who... This is a good thing, by the way, because it's unpredictable. Mm-hmm. And we also don't know who the hell this woman is. That's true. I, I still and have no I- and can I just say, same honestly, I have the same guesses, but like it's very diff- it's very difficult to see with like the thing, the thing, how they covered up the woman. And all I can say is, I'm get- I love how this is not like repetitive, like how Emmalina was or even Carmela was. Like, let uh, to be honest, I was a bit bored with Carmela segments because it was very repetitive. Like this one at least gives us something new every week, and I'm honestly living for it. And I actually like what Wade Barrett brought up. Um. In commentary, she was like, I don't know what the hell they're doing, but once they get out of it, they're going to be forces to be reckoned with. I was like, that is so true, though. They better. If they just if they just make Zia Lee job to like, I, just job in general to anyone after this, after doing this, I do not want to comment. 
Triple H, you better do her right. You better be listening right now. You better do her right because this buildup is crazy. This is mad. This is this this too. This buildup is too good to, for for her just to job to like someone else. Okay. Have any more comments, or shall we just move on to the next thing? None more. This is so intriguing. So the next, the first up, we got our first match. Actually, we got the impressive Indy Hartwell going up against Shotzi Blackheart. But let's get things first things out of hand. The way, the way, the way, the way is the name of the stable of Johnny, Candice, Austin, and Indy. And I'm gonna say first out. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this first. I love how there was an Aryanator creating this name. Period. I, oh love I love the way. <laughs> I love the way. I love the way you make me feel. I didn't think about that, but oh my God. an organizer and a creative team. Actually, you know what? That was the first thing I started off. There are a lot of gay people in the creative team, so we're not. Surprised. That's for sure. I mean, like, part of me feels like that's a bit too generic, but it makes sense. That's okay. That's that's like okay. I'm gonna forgive it. <laughs> I'm like that. So, but going to the match itself, Troy, you go right ahead with your prediction. With not your predictions, what do you what what do you have to say? Well, first of all, Indy Hartwell is indeed impressive. Um, you know, she was able to keep up with Shotzi Blackheart, so that was really cool. Um, you know, because we all know Shotzi Blackheart is an insane talent, probably one of the top, if not the top woman in NXT. And the fact that Indy Hartwell was able to keep up with her goes to show that she is up there with, um. You know the hierarchy of the women, where she's with Candice, she's with Shot Z. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't say this was the match of her career because I feel like no. that's the, least in the future, and I feel like we will gag when that does happen. But in terms of this match, she she gave us a great showing. It was pretty cool, um, and I'm glad that they're finally using her at least because you know she just jobbed to Shayna in Raw. If you remember oh, that, God, I remember that. Were, like shattered in the ladder. Yeah, but at least now she has a storyline. You know, you know who doesn't have a storyline? Aaliyah. Io Shirai. Oh, well, <laughs> that, that's correct. Both, both of those are valid yeah. answers. So, I'm a champion. So, like, man, where the hell? Are you? <laughs> that way we, the way we both said different people. Know, right? But like it's right. Both, it's correct. It's both correct, though. Yeah, that's all I have to say. Impressive show from the impressive. impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, when it comes to me, um, I like how I like how it was a disqualification because there's no point of they didn't want to make Shotzi look weak, and you know I also like the trophy. I don't know why, but it was pretty cute in my opinion. Like it was, it was giving me karma. <laughs> it was giving me karma. <laughs> yeah, it was giving me karma tease, and like it was funny to see. So yeah, do you think? The way could be the, like the 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 mixed undisputed era. Like, uh, I could see it. Forget to see it, but I think it has the potential to be, especially That's with true. like Candace and Johnny being the you know the, mm-hmm. the main, oh my god general. By the way, she's the general. <laughs> she's the general. They better get another woman there or something because. Or are we gonna get Candace two belts? Yeah. Hmm. That's not that. That does have a no. Candace two champs. That does mm-hmm. have a ring to it. C two C. Candace two champions. I was thinking of a different Candace, but <laughs> um, I do not want to come in. 
I do not want to comment. Anyways, but yeah, this um they didn't want to look sh- they didn't want to make Shotzi look weak. And this was Indies. I don't know if they're like mad at her or something for like not winning the match, but yeah, I want to see. I feel like this is more of like the way versus Shotzi, and this yeah. might lead into an eight mixed tag match or something. So yeah, that's all I have to say. Any more comments? None more. But I really hope that Candice still gets her footing in because. I'm still waiting for the Candice um, title run. I don't know if it's even possible at this point because she's had lots of opportunities. Yeah, to be honest. After that win at War Games, if Raquel doesn't win the title, which I feel like she would, if she doesn't win the title. Really? For real? I don't know. I feel like she would unless they don't plan on building it. Like, I have, a, I have, any, I have my predictions of who's going to take the title off EO. And I have Candace. slight bias towards it. No. Tony Storm. Candace. Candace, I know. I I can see Tony Storm. I can see Tony Storm taking the championship Tony for real. But shall speaking of Tony Storm, shall we just get to the next match where she is? Where where she is? So up next we got Avril Lavigne versus Pink. I lied. It's Tony Storm versus <laughs> versus Pink. Well, when you said when you said Pink, I was thinking of that. I didn't know Lindsay's nose here, but <laughs> not Lindsay's nose. No. No, anyway, Lindsay Snow is Lindsay Lohan. How do you? How dare you? But um, if we're gonna talk about the uh, yeah, we got Tony Storm versus Rhea Ripley, and personally, it was a very hard hitting main event. Oh wait, um, first and foremost, um, shout out to Rhea's maroon gear. I really like that. Like, I, I was I, was it the one that she used at War Games? I'm pretty sure it was. It might, it might have been. It might have been. It's giving me North American Championship. Rhea Ripley intergender wrestler. Honestly, she give can. us, she give could. us the Jordan Grace thing. Jordan to be Grace. honest, I can tease because, like, girl, I can see it. Like, she would be like, I feel like WWE would actually do it because she has the stature for it. And yeah, that's all I really have to say. And but honestly, with this match, I honestly love it. It was very hard hitting. It it wasn't spot. It wasn't a spot fest, which was amazing. Sure. Because, like, I don't know if you guys know this, but a lot of, like, some AEW stars got a little bit pressed by JR. Because JR said, like, y'all are, y'all, like, wrestling now is just a spot fest. Like, y'all don't know the storytelling and whatever. Like, he keeps on burying their talent in AEW. And, like, girl, he has a point. Like, JR may be problematic, but he has a point in that one. So, this is... This is a tag team. That's true. <laughs> I do not want to comment. Remember when? Remember he was like, "Is that a wardrobe malfunction?" I do not want to comment. That was and that was like what earlier this year. I know. Well, but um, but yeah, talking about the match itself, it was very hard hitting. Very, they complement each other's styles. It's definitely not the best Rhea versus Tony match, but to be real, it is a TV match, so they wouldn't go all out. And second and foremost, ah uh, yes, the Storm Zero looks so sexy. Period. That's all I have to say. Ra- <laughs> Raquel, <laughs> it's so like, amazing. I love it. And Raquel interfering. I feel like here's the thing, though. I feel like Raquel's gonna get it on New Year's Evil, like her championship match against Rhea, and I mean against you. I mean, and then she's gonna face Rhea before that, though. That's what I see. That's what I see happening. Like I feel like the two matches. I feel like there's gonna be three women's matches in years. Even oh my god, yes, let's go, let's go long term booking. I feel like it's gonna be one, 
I feel like first it's gonna be the championship match. Second is, um, yeah. I'm just kidding. No, second is like a tag match between the way and some some other bitches over there. I I have no idea who Johnny Gargano is going after. Shotzi, I don't know. And then the other one is, um, I can see Zaylee debuting in Year's Evil. Ooh, and she like, well, because it's the new year. She like, new year, new me. <laughs> Girl, exactly, exactly. But yeah, that's all I really have to say about that match. How about you? Yeah, I agree. It wasn't a spot fest, which isn't always a bad thing. Um, you know, it was just good wrestling, especially for a main event. It, it, it was pretty good. Um, I will agree that this main event was—I don't want to say better, but more, I prefer it. More interesting. <laughs> oh my gosh, for lack of a better term than last week, because last week that was still pretty good. It's it, ju- was. it just wasn't. It was. It, ju- it was just. It just wasn't giving me main event. You know what I mean? Especially considering the past main events. Shot the Raquel girl. Eo girl, Canada. wait. This is the third straight week main event. What am I talking about? Not second. This is. Oh yeah, this is the third week. Hello. And NXT. And NXT. They're doing so well. Just, just making me so proud. But you know, Tony and Rhea. Um, always had great chemistry, you know, all the way from NXT UK all the way here to NXT US. Um, I wasn't surprised by how good they went together because we've seen it a lot of times and they never failed to, to disappoint. And I know people might be surprised that Rhea took the pin here and like lost. No, she didn't lose clean, but you know, like she lost. But I feel like it wouldn't make sense. Totally Tony needed the more. Yeah, as considering that she might be coming after the title, she does not need to lose anytime soon. And Rhea doesn't need to win either, I think, for now. I'm still surprised. I'm still surprised Rhea is not yet on the main roster. I'm I'm like legit like when is she gonna move up? Or is she not gonna move up? But I'm genuinely like surprised. Yeah, but yeah, it was a pretty good match from both of them. Um, I guess I feel like Tony Storm's getting the better of this because she's gonna go for Eo's title, whereas Rhea's gonna go for Raquel. But that's all I have. Oh wait, okay, I have another prediction for New Year's Evil. I feel like Tony versus Ember is gonna happen that time. Ooh, Tony and Ember. So that that'll be. I can see it. It could it could be Raquel and Eo. Mm-hmm. Then like then, a can, Shotzi will yeah, team up with Aliyah. Give it to me, Aliyah and Shotzi. Give it to me. Period. Unless I don't know. We don't know. We don't know where Aliyah is, but better come back soon. Although to be honest, I do see the Robert Robert Stone brand, the Robert Stone brand. Um, um, I I can see them in the way. I love the way. I can see them there. Hmm. Interest. I, I guess we'll just see what they plan. We'll just do. see. Allegedly, Melina's still coming back, so don't don't do this to me. No, no honey. All I'm gonna say is Melina may have denied it, but so did John Morrison. So did Edge. So yeah. That's Shall all. we just move on to the next for to the other part of the world? Let's 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 take let's traveling to nxt uk we got kaylee ray going against isla dawn so kaylee over here she actually won to match and 
she had to go visit her friend Bobby. I lied. I just wanted to, I just wanted to reiterate that Kyle O'Reilly meme. Like y'all know that meme, but yeah. Right. Anyways, but with that, honestly, actually, you go ahead. You go ahead. Honestly, I'm glad that they're giving Isla Dunn some screen time still, and I love that they're giving for sure in the NXT UK division um you know same opportunities in some way because you know even though Aoife Valkyrie is being built as um her next challenger she hasn't consecutively been on TV because they gave chances to Zaya um which by the way Zaya has um a storyline with Nina Samuels which is really she good does. That, they have mid- that means they have, they have two mid card storylines because they have Ginny and Piper I'm they have Zaya and Nina and they have the title storyline Side note, I'm still confused with what's with Brookside's only carry bags. I still don't know where the hell that came from. <laughs> I still don't, I don't remember. Like, what? But yeah, but okay. In terms of this match, it was pretty good. It was a TV. It, it was a TV TV match. Um, you know, Isla Dawn and Kaylee Ray they work pretty well with each other. I feel they do. Like this might be their first time working with each other on NXT UK. I'm not I'm not entirely sure, but maybe first they, time in a while. Yeah, maybe first time in a while because of the whole pandemic situation. But yeah, they, they did pretty well together. Um Isla Dawn pulling out her Sasha Banks inspired meteoras. We've yes. been the commentary brought that up a lot. And they also brought up that Sasha wants to face Kaylee Ray. Girl. If I get if we're gonna get that yeah. on Mania or something, oh, I am gonna scream. No comment. Kelly is be, so underrated. They'll just be giving each other like, I don't know, poison ranas and like <laughs> Canadian destroyers or whatever. Banks David. It would be crazy. But okay, in terms of this match, um, yeah, typical Kaylee Ray pulling out her stops. Um, Isla Dawn doing what she can do best. But obviously, you can't have the champion lose. Um, after her whole. Um, false count anywhere match. So, you know, um, Gory Bomb special, one, two, three, win. And the promo after the match was pretty cute. Um, it was. It, she took shots at Ginny and Piper, but those two have their own storyline. So I was like, okay, so what's going on? She didn't really throw shots at any particular person that she wants to face. So that's interesting. But I guess it looks like it's going to be Aoife Valkyrie, if if not Ginny, after the I whole can see it. That's all I have to say. Great showing from both. So, so yeah, personally for me, there it was just a pretty average match. Like it's a TV match, so I wouldn't really expect much. But like my one comment here though is, I didn't like the fact that Isla used her finisher just because it dumbs down her finisher, like the suplex, the back suplex or something. I don't know. I don't. I I don't. I'm not in wrestling school, so I am not educated with some of the terms. So. Yeah, I, I, that was like my only comment. And I don't know, but hopefully by the new year, both of them get new gear because they are two of the women that get featured a lot. So I want to see the variety, honey. Give it to me now. So yeah, that's all I really have to say. Shall we just move on to the final segment of NXT UK? So as Piper was talking to one of the officials, I have no idea who that person was. So she she showed a video. I was so I was so gag. I'm like, okay, she's showing her working out. Like, what does that have to do with anything? But like she opened like a box and the chair was there and it was a contract. And apparently in three weeks' time, I'm surprised in three weeks' time, they're really making it this long. They're making us wait. 
But in three weeks' time, we're gonna see Ginny and Piper Niven for the number one con- for a number one contenders match for the NXT UK Women's Championship. Um, I'll go first. I really hope Ginny wins this match because I just do not see Piper getting another championship match. And second, I really hope that this is a stipulation match because I feel like although this rivalry is just a few weeks old, it's on that level now. I agree. Of like a no disqualification or something. So yeah. How about you? Well, personally, um I feel like three weeks is kind of a long time because my guess for the next few weeks is probably a segment from Ginny or something, whereas we also get uh, I don't know, something to escalate the Zaya Nina Samuel storyline. And as usual, Kaylee Ray is probably gonna be not on the show, but you know Not the Sheeta these not the sheet of teas, but you know, like based on like how they're doing the NXT stuff, I feel like it'll just be mid card build up for the next few weeks until Jenny and Piper. Which I don't know. I feel like could main event. I won't be if- mad. I feel like it would. They, they, I've like here's my thing. They're not gonna announce something three weeks in advance without it main event thing. So, so to be real, that's all I have to so, say. Yeah. Um, personally, I Same do Z- want. Ginny win because Piper Nevin, girl, we love you. Um, I actually saw some tweets on my timeline that you know she was she's really interactive with her fans and she's like really supportive of people. And she not only is she wrestling, she's also in university. She is in university. Oh my god, honey! She posted a tweet saying something like, "I'm submitting my papers or something." TLDR: She's in college. I don't know if she's in graduate she's probably in graduate school or something but perhaps you gotta, you gotta applaud her because she's studying she's oh for the NBA title she's that's she true has a character. she's not just a face who's happy to be here you know what i mean <laughs> so i gotta give her her props but i'm sorry girl but you have had your moment it's jenny's time it's jenny's time honey like yeah so any more comments before we move on to the next side of things NXT just keeps impressing us every single week. Not a single NXT show. NXT best show, honey. NXT best show. Not a single show, like, every time we review, has topped NXT. Aside from maybe, like, no, A couple never. of times. Not, not even pay-per-views. Except pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's true. NXT pay-per-views are insane. But TLDR, NXT, keep it up. Yeah, honestly, yeah, NXT is just the best, the most consistent for sure. And hopefully all women's shows will be like that. So without further ado, let's move on to SmackDown. So capping things off this week for SmackDown, we have quite a relatively much more. This is a lot. This is way more. This is honestly a lot for SmackDown standards. So I'm not complaining. And we ha- we were given we got food a main to event. This week. We, we got, got a main, main event, event as well. We main evented Raw catch up. SmackDown. Raw is the only one. Well, AEW as well, but we're not hopeful there. Raw is the only one. <gasps> I do not want to comment. Raw is the only I one. I do not want to comment. Raw has not main evented the women in a while. So it's true. Keep up, sweetie. But Starting things off, we got a quick segment from Bianca Belair um, before she head out heads out to her match later on in the night. So 
it was short. It was short. You know, she said her stuff. Bailey isn't really a role model because I don't aspire to be like her. Um, I'm just here to beat her. And I agree with what Kayla asked her. Like, you know, Bailey's sort of in some way her biggest challenge in the main roster so far. Because obviously she's faced women like Charlotte in NXT, Rhea Ripley, Shayna Baszler. But here on the main roster, this is her first big like rival. One match. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget. Bailey was the longest reigning SmackDown Women's Champion for a whole last year. So this was definitely big for her um, and for Bianca as well. So I agree. And I think this just goes to show how great Bianca is on the mic. That's pretty much all I have to say. What do you think? Yeah, I, I feel like there's really not that much into it as there wasn't that much material presented. It's more of like, um, okay, here's like a segment before they have a match later. It wasn't really like, okay, here's a segment and you have to analyze it like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It wasn't like that. So, um, yeah, I'm a big Marvel fan just putting out there. So um, that's, all I, that's all I really have to say. So Bianca's just a great talker and, I honest, and I'm a bit surprised because that's actually one of the things that people forget about her, to be real. So I, I hope that's a great reminder to everyone that bitch can talk. That's all I can say. It's because her in-ring work just outshines literally everyone. Everything else. Tend to forget that she can actually go on the mic. So I'm glad that they gave her this moment. Even though it was just like a minute or a half. It was really short. But she got to show her character. And that was amazing. But moving on to the night, we got our Divas. My God. Our Divas tag team match. With the Riot Squad going going up against Billy Kay. And her new tag team partner, just for tonight, because last week it was Natty. And, you know, I think she's going through the welcoming committee. So this week, she got to me. <gasps> like Carmella next week, next week, next week then. Carmella. It's Carmella. Oh, my God. Wait, I would, I would live for that tag. I would, I would live for that tag team. It would actually look pretty cool. They're going to have, like, a Regina George and Gretchen Weir's kind of deal. I can see it. Not her leaving Karen Smith out of the equation. <laughs> Because she is, oh, she would be both Gretchen and Karen. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I can, I can see, see that. that. Can, she's like really funny, but she is. Okay. Onto this match itself. What do you think? Start us off. Well, actually, with this match itself, I really like what they're doing with. Um, I wouldn't say four, but I like what they're doing with the Riot Squad and Billy Kay, just because. Um, they're number one. They have a lot of history together. Like the Riot Squad was literally the reason why the Iconics broke up, and. Um, it's really nice what look for. Uh, it's also nice that they're giving Billy K, Billy Kay a storyline because I'm like, oh my god, that this is, this means like they're gonna give her something in the future. Like I don't know. Like I'm a bit excited for that. I'm not exactly sure of where this will go. If this will eventually lead for a permanent partnership with Billy Kay, whoever it may be. But at this point, like besides Tamina Natty, there's like Carmella, Chelsea Green's injured. My only like next guess after that is Vanessa Bourne who is yeah. not yet called up for some reason like like oh my god yeah y'all know the situation so i'm just like at this point i like what they're doing with these four women um three women i mean sorry tamina but like they're really not you're really not that into the storyline that much like i hate to say it but um wrestling wise you know, they were, I, I like what they. I like how Tamina did most of the wrestling, and Billy Key just like tagged in for the gags. I like their new finisher. It was like a missile that drop kick cool. into like a, into something, and then I'm just like in my head, and then in my head I'm just like, okay, um, when does Shayna and Naya go to SmackDown? That's oh. all I gotta say. Shania, Shania, <laughs> Shania. Twain. 
they've stayed on Raw for like forever, and it kind of made me forget that the ti- the tag titles were defended on all three brands. But hopefully, after TLC, it does get switched up a bit, you know, just to make things more interesting. But if you want my opinions on it personally, no. I really okay, it. go on. Excuse me. <laughs> but if, if you ask me personally, this match was pretty great. Um, you know, Billy Kay's work here wasn't mainly on wrestling; it was mainly on her character that she's looking for a tag team partner. And you know, she ha- she had the quick mic work at the beginning. Yeah, you know, it was quick, but it showcased what she can do. Mm, you know, bringing out Tamina. Honestly, I was surprised because I have not seen Tamina in a while, probably since the Battle Royal, if I'm not mistaken. Really. I mean, like, she's been in like she's been in like segments and all, but she wasn't highlighted. Girl, oh my god! The only thing I can remember it was when she was like in the Alexa and Nikki storyline, and she was asking Nikki like, "How's Alexa?" Oh god! Oh god! Nina is too much of a badass to be like. Well, she's pr- she's pretty much a mother of the locker room, but you know, in the ring, she's a badass. Okay, but getting that out of the way. She pretty much showed that in the ring, you know, she was the dominant force in that match. And she actually pretty much had the match won with a Samoan drop on Liv. She did. Oh, Ruby, Ruby, I'm pretty sure. Oh, was it Ruby? Well, whoever it was, you know, Billy tagging herself in, taking the girl. No comment. But honestly, I'm not mad. Well, first of all, the finisher, as I said, that was amazing. I'm that was amazing. That, I'm glad that the Riot Squad is pulling out new stuff in their tag team arsenal. You know, I haven't seen that for, for a while since, like, I don't know, the Iconics, you know, since they debuted their finisher. You know, like before they broke up, obviously, like no comment. But overall, it was a pretty solid match. Um, I understand that some people are quite disappointed that Billy Kay is losing matches, but I don't know for some reason I'm hopeful that this is gonna pay off. I don't know. Like, I don't see a direction, but I just have a feeling like it's gonna pay off in some weird way. I don't know. What do you think? To be honest, I'm just happy to see Billy Kay on my screen. So. I'm not really thinking about that much, but as I said it before, I'm going to say it again. Why is Tamina not involved with this head of the table, whatever, with Roman Reigns? Like, she's literally j- right there. And they're That's all I gotta say. They would always yeah. be perfect in a stable, especially with the Usos. They do. Like, the Usos and Tamina having history when they were coming after, like, mm-hmm. Natty and, um, Oh my god, Natty and the Heart Dynasty. The Heart Dynasty. There we go. Yes. You know. I guess only time will tell, but what else do we have here? Oh, okay, so let's move on to the next segment, which was quite a serve, girl. We have Carmella's early champagne toast to winning the SmackDown Women's Championship, which <laughs> honestly, I was like, she's, she, I, I would do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I would do the same thing. Queen is, Queen is confident. Confidence is key, you know, so I admire that. So, start us off. What do you think of this whole segment? Which honestly gave Carmella a lot of time for her promo. So, what do you think? We're getting a champagne match on Saturday, on Monday Girl, slash Sunday. <laughs> We're going to have a champagne match. I'm calling it. No, but I don't know. Honestly, with this one, number one, I'm so happy Carmella wore something different. Like, she wore something black, something sleek. She looked amazing in it while also serving the divas, right? Yes, God, honey. You're supposed to do that. So, yeah, that's definitely, like, one of the pros for that. And, yeah, I'm so happy that they're giving... If they're giving Carmella this time, part of me is a little worried about Sasha's chances on TLC. 
Because I I can see the video okay. you put in the belt on Carmela. I'm I'm, I'm okay. like I'm not even like like the production level that they're giving Carmela. I'm just like I think they're gonna pull the belt on her, and I'm that and that just makes me worried as a Sasha stan. So, but overall, the segment was pretty great. I love the little brawl at the end, and I'm just like, so why isn't this a champagne match? That's all I have to say. Or like even I don't know some sort of stipulation because girl no disqualification. I, no. She did she did imply a lot of no disqualification. She was like she doesn't need to get disqualified. She has to prove herself. I'm like she did like amplify some. I mean like imply something like that. So I'm just like I'm surprised they didn't announce it right there and then. So yeah, yeah. And considering TLC is TLC is literally tomorrow. <laughs> And like we haven't really heard anything. Oh my god, so, it's tomorrow! It's Sunday today. I just realized. Tomorrow, bro. Fuck! It's a Sunday. <laughs> Not Dana Brooke, Mandy Rose tease. Not Dana Brooke. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, but you know TLC's tomorrow, and they haven't really announced anything. But maybe they'll like swerve us or something and announce something at the pre-show with Booker T. Always coming for Sasha. I do not want to comment. I want to comment. He better shut his mouth or else the Sasha crew is going to be all over him. Girl, take Kiara Hogan, for example. You want to be like her? No, <laughs> not, not the call out to see Kiara Hogan. We, we love Kiara Hogan, except when she yes. came for Sasha. She and now ha- she she has um she now has character development. There we go. That's yeah, a good way to not, put she's it. Not just Sasha Banks hair. Anyway, speaking of Sasha Banks, <laughs> um, she looked great. Her look was the- amazing too. It was oh, giving me was- Dakota Kai's gear. I'm not like oh, think actually, about it. Yeah, <laughs> like I feel like these days Sasha Banks is like done with her bodysuit era. <laughs> she's now wearing two like two piece attires. Like her legs are like she's giving strong. us her diva era. Oh my god, they're paying homage to like Tori Wilson and Stacey Keebler. The Divas Championship returning? The Divas Championship returning. <gasps> Not Maybe the WWK20 story mode, tease. <laughs> that's your story mode and mine, <laughs> actually. But in a fantasy world. But in terms of this promo, I'm not gonna lie, Carmella had a long ass promo. She had, I don't know, personally for me, I would ex- I would have expected it to be shorter, but she really took her time like she said a lot of stuff here and i'm not mad about it because that's where she's also good at not only is she good in the ring but she can also talk and that's something that both of them have but you know we saw what happened in the end um she broke another glass was it a glass or it was a bottle so it's a champagne match a champagne match yeah. I'm convinced this is a champagne match. Well, and when they actually make it a champagne match, we better not. Don't even give them ideas. But yeah, honestly, storyline wise, I do not want to see Sasha Banks lose the, lose the title. But I see people on my timeline saying that she might because Snoop Dogg is in AEW, apparently. Is this true? Somebody yeah, he's gonna appear there. He's gonna appear there. He's gonna, he's gonna appear there. And I'm like, I was actually concerned. I'm like, are they gonna like make her use her old theme song now, or? I'm just hoping that WWE is just not petty. Like, just not now, not now. The Sasha crew I'm needs so, a long time. I'm so scared. Really? I'm like, the production level of Carmela's entrance. Carmela's everything. So I'm just like, I do not want to comment. Not that. Not that. But. It's the production anyway. level for me. 
grow. Well, whatever may happen, um, I guess let's just do our TLC predictions for this match on Sunday before we move on to the main event. Um, Sasha Banks, Carmella, SmackDown Women's Championship. Who do you have and why? Well, you pretty much said it already, but... I hate to say it. I'm going to go for Carmella on this one just because her production, the production level of WWE, like that, what, that, what they're giving her. Because think about it. Like after, if she doesn't end it, I mean, like if she doesn't win the championship, what's she going to do after that? And I don't see... I swear, I'm leaving this show. Like, bye. <laughs> you jinx this for me, bitch. Bye. I'm like, she's giving, like, she's literally, like, the production level, honey. Like, there's no way WWE would throw all of that production money on that for someone just to lose in their first match. That will technically their second match, but you know what I mean. You know what? I blame Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg, if you um, listen to this. Yeah. I blame AEW. Just I'm kidding. Bl- I'm both of it. They, they, they weren't happy with Sting. They had to get Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Why don't they get Tori Wilson next? I don't. I don't know. Ooh, they're, they're, they're they did get a Lander Blade too. They so. are. They're literally getting everyone. But personally, I'm gonna have to be biased. I'm going Sasha Banks. But if it does happen that tomorrow is her last day as champion, <gasps> Sasha Crew. All I'm gonna say is we survived the 27 day curse, and that's an achievement. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, that's an fair. achievement. <laughs> trauma every time she defends her title that there's a very big possibility i'm just asking for her to reach i don't know elimination chamber <laughs> like <laughs> one not- give her give her at least 100 days wwe come on agreed all right so those are our predictions for that match for tlc so moving on we got this quick segment from bailey you know bianca and bailey like this whole rivalry i see like they're doing some sort of build up in some way and honestly with the they match, are I don't think this is the last thing they're gonna meet. So start us off. What are your thoughts on Bailey's quicks? You know, initially I didn't think WWE would put a lot of time into this. And yeah, I'm on and, and I'm and I'm like I'm not I'm not complaining if they are, but I'm just like, yeah, let's go. Give it give it to me now. Yeah, like storyline. This is really yes, great. for sure. This is like the first time mid-card women have main evented. Um oh, yeah. WWE ever, like ever. I mean, like, NXT does that a lot, but they're in the Hikaru Shida era, but... (laughs) (laughs) They're in the Hikaru Shida era. Shida, if you're listening to this, that's no shade to you. That's just shade to the company, honey. You deserve better. But, um, all I'm... But, like, to be honest, I'm very happy that this is now evolving because it has been a norm for men to main event even though they're a mid-card storyline so i'm so happy that they're finally getting it and bailey like you know she she has she has such layers as a heel like she has a serious side, a comedic side a smart side so i'm very happy that they're getting to highlight that now and if i'm being completely honest i'm kind of preferring her now when she's not champion like her heel character now back um compared to um, how she was in the past mm-hmm. when she was champion, like to be honest. But uh, that's all I have really. That's all I have to really say about the promo. I have a lot of thoughts about the match, though. Same here. Well, that's pretty much all I have to say as well. Because you know, honestly, who in I don't know three years ago would be saying that Bailey would be such a great heel? Because she was just the biggest baby face girl i know you have a bailey t-shirt at home yes i do i can get the shirt right now <laughs> no 
<laughs> but you know that just goes to show how big of a face she was you know literally everyone especially her nxt run everyone was rooting for her like sasha we loved her so much as a heel and bailey as a face was just so perfect which is why she was so over but yeah it's just it just goes to show her growth as a superstar and as a wrestler and in her character it's just so amazing so i guess let's just move on to the main event well it it technically is the main event because it was the last match on the card, but we had this whole Roman Reigns. J-A-T. I do not want to comment yeah, about that. In, it was in the match. I'm gonna pretend the show ended there. So, um, we for our main event we got the EST Bianca Belair coming for the Golden Role Model Bailey. So, would you like to begin or shall I? Actually, you shall. Okay, so first of all, Bianca Belair, we already know it's gonna be a great match. And like, period. That's pretty much it. every time she steps foot inside that ring, she just pulls out all sorts of crazy ass shit. She does cartwheel, she does back, she does front handspring, she does I think she was supposed to go for a 450 actually, except Bailey came for her, which was tragic because I would have loved to see it. And it was a, it has been a while since we've seen it. In terms of this match, I will say this is it was a great match, but it is not Bianca nor Bailey's best showing. And I think yes. that's intentional because this is not the last time that we're gonna see each other inside the ring. Given that Bailey um, did not win clean, because you know, the eye rake and all of that. It can't be the end of the storyline here, and but on the on the brighter side of side of things, this was really good. Um, as I said, Bianca doing her stuff, but the thing here is that Bailey was able to keep up, and that's weird considering that I'm thinking of Bailey keeping up with Bianca, considering that Bailey's the veteran. You know, like I would think that's that Bianca supposed to keep up with Bailey because Bianca's the relatively newcomer, and considering that she's a homegrown talent, you would think that she would be like, you know. Um, like we would make Bailey the standard, you know. But the blueprint, the standard. Boss, you know. But I was, I'm glad to see like both of them shine. And as I said in the, like a while ago, seeing mid card storylines in women in the main event of SmackDown, like that is that is that is a plus. That is a plus. Like I am clapping for them. Um. Besides that, um. Just a great showing. And I'm glad that this wasn't really a clean win from Bailey. You know, she did a an eye rake into the rose plant, which by the way, it's called the rose plant. I think that's it's the first official now, guy. Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah, it was the first time, which was interesting because the rose plant name originated from her indie wrestler name, Davina Rose. So that was cool. I would have thought that they would change the name up a bit, but I guess that's the name for now. But Bailey coming off with a win, I'm not mad about it. You know, this is Bianca's first win, so it's not like she's jogging. First, first loss, first loss, it's not first win. Yeah, her first loss, my bad. It's Bianca's first, first win uh, on the main roster. So, you know what? Not everyone can win every single match of the week, and she's been winning a lot of matches too. So that's we don't, true. We so, those are my thoughts. What are yours? She could have taken the L for sure, but when it comes to this match, honestly, this is how you. This is like. For me, this is what a great TV match is. Because for me, 
like for me a great tv match is not supposed to be like one where they go all out but also not one where they just don't give a shit and this one is perfectly in the middle medium rare and it was amazing <laughs> medium rare oh my god and when i say that from now on but like with this star i just like how this really emphasizes bailey's heel character like her heel work has just been amazing like this is definitely one of her best matches as a heel and I also um a couple of like notes that I have is I really liked it when Bailey was mocking that like I don't know, when she was like squatting or whatever when Bianca yeah. was like on the road that was cute and when she was and when she was doing the um the Bianca taunt when she was like on the ropes and like slapping her ass or whatever that was really funny <laughs> that was really funny and then <laughs> and then And then, like one of the things that I'm just really missing about Bianca Belair, you mentioned that the 450 splash has hasn't been done in a very long time. But where has the hair whip been? I know. I think you know what. I, at this point, I think they're just gonna save it for a really special occasion. I, and when Bianca and when Sasha Banks uses the hair to make her tap out. Wait, that's actually a good idea. She actually brought that up, and I, and I was like imagining it. Like she was gonna like. Like wrap it around. Yes. Here, you know what, Tasha Bianca has to happen sooner or later. Mania for sure. Give it to me now, Mania, because I just don't see them doing Bailey versus Sasha and Mania right now. They better not. <laughs> I thought we were over that, but I mean, I, I would still live for it, but at the same time, give it a year. <laughs> yeah, we need to see them separate for now. Okay, yeah. That's all I. That's all I really pretty have much to say. This is Bianca's best showing. Well, mostly because like most of her matches have been squash matches. I hate to say it, but it has definitely been on Bianca's best showing. Um, and I really, and I really hope people don't freak out. Like, oh my God, she took an elegant Bailey, and I'm like, at the same time, I feel like Bailey really needed this win as well. Yeah, and she can't just keep losing. That's true. So. Um. So with the Irish, that just further emphasizes that this rivalry is not going to be over. And you know what? May it be next week on SmackDown or on the pre-show of TLC. I'm still going to watch it. Like, like surprise. Yeah. I'm still going to oh, watch it. Same here. Well, that pretty much sums up SmackDown this week. Um. Honestly, for a two-hour show, this was a lot. I this is amazing. This. I really love it. I love it so much, and the women made a vetting back to back NXT SmackDown. We love to see it raw. I do not want to comment. No comment, truly. AEW. It's been weeks. Yeah. AEW. We're, we're just waiting. <laughs> Give us Did a I dark main event at least. Give us a dark main event, please. Not a co-main event. I do not accept co-main events. I need yes, we had a co-main event, event like <laughs> we had a co-main event like this week, but like give yeah. me a dark main event. Yeah, like a final match, but. With that said, I guess we'll just move on to our special spotlight of the week. Uh, so up next, we're gonna go for a special spotlight of the week, and you know, right now we're actually still thinking of who we're gonna feature, and we have no idea who it. Who we have, we have no idea who it is. We were like, yeah, 
we literally thought about this like a few minutes ago. I was like, oh, let's just do this. But we just realized with the hype of tag team wrestling, with Impact bringing us back up and, you know, women's tag team championship match yeah. tomorrow. So I'm just like, why not talk about one of the most popular and the two of the the best, one of the best women's tag teams out there. The C-Stars, Delmi Exo and Ashley Vox. So Troy, you go right ahead. All right, so you know what? I'm just gonna be flat out honest. Um, I am not extremely um, knowledgeable in terms of who these two women are. I'm definitely aware of who they are. Like I've seen them on the Indies. I've seen them on Impact. You know, in the tag tournament, which unfortunately they are there. They did lose to none other than Kiara Hogan. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Love. did they? Yeah, they they lost. Okay, Chaka Steels, but but. Correct me if I'm wrong, but was this the first time that they've been in the big, bigger companies? Yes, or- I'm pretty sure. Okay. Like Ashley is an Ashley's an NWA, but if you're talking oh, about yeah. like AWWE Impact, yeah, this yeah, is the first yeah. time. Those are my personal like big league companies. Like when I say big league, you know, you know what I mean. Um, but I. If this was their technically first, you know, on impact, I'm gonna give them their, their props. But you know, I think the thing that stands out to me from them is the fact that they are an actually established tag team. You know, because like most of the time, the tag teams that we see, like say, um, Sasha Banks and Bailey, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, um, Nia Jackson Tamina for a while, um, even Beth and Natty, like they were. Their tag teams formed when they were in the company. Whereas, they are. like, even the beautiful people, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. They are, they like, were. They the only were the company. in the company. But these two, they are climbing the ranks as one of the, honestly, if not one of, if not the only tag team in women's wrestling that I know, like, established together. And that's honestly a great thing because, you know, there are a lot of men's tag teams, like, like the Young Bucks. Like who else, girl? I'm so bad. FTR, FTR, um, private party. Just name AEW tag teams, honestly. You know, um, but for the women, you know, like if we're talking about female tag teams who started from the indies and built themselves up, I can I can literally not think of anyone. Probably because I'm just bad at memory. But if you ask me on the spot. The first people I think of are the C stars. Like I'm super aware of them. I've actually seen them on like multiple um, occasions. Like, um, what was that company? Was it Women of Wrestling Rise? Yeah, one of those. But okay, you know, it's probably one of those. But you know, it's great to see that we have a women's tag team established from the indies because we know how um, women's wrestling fans are always like, why would you put this tag team together? They have no backstory. Peyton Royce and Lacey Evans. And, you know, we're always like... <laughs> I don't want to comment. But it's and true. We're always like, what's the reason for this tag team? What's the motivation? They're not similar with each other. Whereas these two girls, they actually have their wrestling careers built on friendship. They have similarities. Um, no, given that they're actually pretty different from each other, actually, never mind. They are you know, like what, this, what like you know, um, Ashley's the one who's relatively smaller, whereas her partner is the bigger competitor. You know, you would think that this is kind of like a lay cool sort of situation, you know what I mean? So that's pretty interesting to see. And sometimes the best tag teams are the ones who have 
different personalities you know opposites attract you know that's all not it's not always the case but for this it sort of works especially in the world of wrestling and from what i've seen from them especially in their impact tournament match they have great chemistry together it really shows that they know each other really well and i don't know maybe they might be the tag team that wrestling women's wrestling in general needs to establish women's tag team wrestling that's all i have to say what about you well honestly i don't really that have much to say about the sea stars as well as i'm fairly familiar to them like i only know like a couple of their matches and all but honestly yeah just the same points they're the first tag team i think about and i really hope let's say um aew i feel like they're like if i really hope that they get to aew or impact because knowing WWE, they would just be broken. Like, they would get the WWE, but they would just be broken up on the spot. So, but, like, yeah, honestly, I just really want them to shine. The Like, the stars that they are, pun intended. And Delmi Exo and Ashley Vox will just continue to be two of the best women and probably arguably the best tag team there is. So any more comments? Shall we just move on to AEW? Um, Just last one quick note. I remember when AEW announced their tag team tournament. I was really expecting the C-Star to be there. Same. Knowing how AEW is so like focused on indie wrestlers, you know, I, I would expect, but we all know what happened. It was a little, you know, they had those like draws. Um, the what was it? The lucky draw. That I was don't a know draw. the name. They did it to make things a bit interesting, which it sort of was, but you know, it didn't really have much. I don't know if it was interesting. <laughs> yeah, without yeah. without going on without. Without without further ado, let's go to AEW. Uh, finally, <clears throat> we are all elite. We're gonna talk about all elite wrestling AEW, and you know they got our we got our typical AEW content. I would say, like. Honestly, though, I'm going to give them this. There are storyline development, so improvement. Let's go, AEW. You'll see anything at this point. <laughs> That's true. Honestly, well, yeah. So first up on AEW, we got we got um Kylan King going up against Hikaru Shida. And honestly, one of my personal favorite dark matches. Like, <clears throat> like it's one of the better ones. Like, they had like eight or nine minutes together, so they had more time to work with. And... I'm just, you know, as much as I don't like seeing Sheeta on Dark out of all places, um, I, I'm just happy to see her. <laughs> I'm just literally happy. I'm just, happy. I'm just happy to see her. And with this match, I really like also like the fact that they gave her, they gave, they made Kylan King job to her because like, I mean, at least like let's say Kylan King, she has a little more, um, she has more a little bit, a little bit more credibility because she has a number of wins compared to let's say if you give her to like some I don't know like another indie wrestler who's debuting so like it's very appropriate that it was Kylan King and you know I really like how they really played with the height advantage of Kylan King and I think that's something that Kylan should definitely put emphasis on in her future matches and you know Shida Falcon Arrow one two three and we're gonna talk about the ending of the match later on. I mean like what happened after the match. So Troy right. well personally for me I have to agree 
for a match that was put relatively early on in the show, might I add, girl, this was pretty great. Well, I guess this was um, them knowing the things that these two women could do, so they would put them earlier so that, you know, something to make the fans, you know, like, wake up in some sort, or like, you know, start start the night high there. That's a better way of putting it. And they did. You know, um, Kylan King, not gonna lie, not gonna lie, I know that she's been used as a an enhancement talent for the most part of her career in AEW, and she's been having these wins as well. Um, but in this match, I didn't see her as an enhancement talent, not gonna lie. I just thought of it as, um, what do you call this? As a competitive match between the two of them. And that was pretty much it. It was real competitive. You know, they were countering each other with... They the were. And I'm just glad it's not a squash match as well. Cause Same. That was like Kylan looked so stupid. I know. And like, like for someone her size, losing that way is just not realistic. Just not realistic. Not like, realistic, you know honey. At all. So I'm glad that they gave her that moment. You know... I can accept this loss from Kylan King. I'm fine with her losing because the thing I want from women's wrestlers, despite losing, is a good showcase. And that's what she gave us tonight, that, that night. That's so true. I, I, you know, I can't complain. And like her beating Sheeta would just not make sense. You know, she has her thing with Abaddon, which we will talk about. Girl. Yes. Um, so, you know, I'm glad that she's in some way putting Sheeta over as well with this great match. But I can accept this loss. I'm not mad about this loss. As mad as I was with the other one. So this was a great showing. What loss? You- um, the 12 ones. <laughs> Man. The Nyla the Rose one. The one where they had a whole ass promo for her. But they were like, no five minute match. No two minute match. But anyways, so after the match, we got Abaddon, the living dead girl. Abaddon, I'm in your head. I'm a dead girl walking. So yeah, um, that was from Heather's new musical. If if y'all didn't know, but yeah, the living dead girl, Abaddon, um, she just breaks Ishida. Like there's no other way to put it. Like she literally just like widow speak. Then she leaves. She got the title. And I don't know why, but there's a part, I'm just like super intrigued with the storyline, but there's a part of me where I'm just like, I don't know why a monster like Abaddon would go after the championship. Like, that's my deal. What do you mean by like, I would go after? Like, she's a very supernatural person. And like, I don't know, but like, I think I'm just being a little bit nitpicky, but overall it was pretty great. And I'm just very excited for their match, honestly. I don't think she does. Okay, I sort of understand. Like me, yeah, I get. I feel like, I feel like the thing you're saying is like it's sort of like a bit human, like her approach. Yes. Some, like you would have expected something like I don't know the fiend sort of vibe, like I don't know lights out or something. Which I feel like she could. Do. <laughs> well, with her theme song, or like she was Alexis debuting on Eve. She was giving us Undertaker the last time someone had give us the fiend. <laughs> God. She she's literally taking all of the horror storylines from WWE and like exactly. I wouldn't be surprised if she comes out next week with a sock in her hand and just chokes the life out of who? Oh, Mick Foley. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but yeah, I see where you're coming from. It I can sort of see that, but at this point, I'm just glad that they have a storyline for the women's same, title. Same, same. 
something. So. This is the this is like legit like the first one like the first one that I'm invested in. Mm-hmm. I agree, and you know, widow's peak. No other way to say it. A widow's peak is a widow's peak. A widow's peak is a widow's peak. So up next, actually, we got the waiting room where Doctor Britt Baker, DMD with Rebel, had. Peyton Royce's husband and Tessa Blanche's dad over. <laughs> so I lied. Um, yeah. Tessa Blanche's dad. Tell me about you. You know. Yeah. But, so, yeah. So, um, child. Anyways, I don't know. Like, it was pretty uneventful for the women's side of things, for, like, for me. So, there's really not much to say. I'm like, okay, I'm happy that they're putting Brett Baker onto the screen but i really hope that because this had like some storyline implications with sean spears and whatever mm-hmm. was going on with him and the other people so I i'm just I, I i forgot who the people are but i just really hope that we can get something like this for the women like like i want I, give me give me Britt baker give me thunder rosa guesting in the waiting room what happened to the rivalry? I thought they were like No, it's still going on. It's still going on. I'm still going on. I'm pretty sure. Thunder Rosa brought it up on commentary, so okay. I doubt that it's over. So yeah. Not Those are two stellar talents. But um in terms of this segment, as you said, it's men centric. So bye pumpkin. Um, but in, <laughs> in terms of Brit and Reba, yes, I will call her Reba because that's what Brit says. Um just the same comment every week until it centers around the women's division. Great teamwork from both of them on their promos. Reba's just a great like backup, like you no, know, like in part of like there's there's you know like there's a duo and like one of them's like like you know the background character in some way. Reba does that really well, and I'm not mad about it considering how she was the face of the Dollhouse in the past. So the second edition of the Dollhouse when Terry yeah. left. Yes. Um, so I'm not mad about it. And she does it really well, you know, from sexy and, you know, very funny. Yeah. To very funny. That's that's range. So I love to see that. And Brick Baker, girl, she just comes out here, just does her promos, throwing shade at everyone. She I'm really does. I love it. I'm not mad about it at all. But as I said, I would like to see her in the ring. I know she's cleared. So. You better get your paycheck, girl. Get those teeth out. <laughs> get the teeth out and get your... I don't know. I was going to say, like, boots up or something, but that doesn't rhyme. So, so on to the next match. We got Skylar Moore up against Leva Bates. And all I can say, um, first and foremost, Leva Bates once again with the Korean magazine. It wasn't an yeah. album this time. It was a, it was a magazine. So, and, and, like, of course, um, Killing the Business by the Young Bucks. Of course, support your boss's work. And... Yeah. Honestly, when it comes to this one, my only main comment is I'm really surprised that they're making Leva Bates win with roll-ups. Like, are they trying to build her up as, like, an underdog baby face? Are they trying to build her up, like, as, like, a Lana or something? I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, she's she's giving me big underdog baby face vibes. But, like, at the same time, at enhance, I don't get why the enhancement talent feels like they've just, like, they just like received like a major DDT or something after they lost to a roll up. Like Skylar Moore was literally looked like she was dying after that roll up. I was just like, what? She could have. I was like- so I was so confused. She could have been like confused for a little bit, but that's just my taste. Yeah, but like- that's that's all. That's really 
that's really all I have to say. And if Leva has been getting a couple of wins, which further emphasizes, give us some like Ty Conti versus Leva Bates, whatever, or something on like dark. So that's, yeah, that's all I really have to say. All right. Well, for me personally, I agree. Um, I'm not sure why she's winning by roll up because for the other women um, who, who have been going up the ranks through AEW Dark, like, um, like Brandy, for example, or even Red Velvet. Lady. I'm going in for the win. Congrats, by the way, on the new baby queen. Yes, like, I was gonna get into that. I was gonna get into that later on Dynamite, but you know, um, they always win with um, their finishers, even Red Velvet. And I'm just saying that even Red Velvet because you know she used to be an enhancer. Even Thailand King. Thailand King too, you know, recently, but you know, Red Red Velvet. Um, Leva Bates. She's winning by roll-up, which makes you really interested. But now that you put it into perspective that she might be um, being built as an underdog, interests me. But the question is, are they really building her to be an underdog or are they just not booking her matches that well? So they're just giving her roll-up wins. Because honestly, her matches have been great. Like I've, I'm starting to see the technical prowess that she has. You know, oh my God. She's Maddie, finally getting show what she has yeah so yeah i'm glad that she's pulling out her moves again i would love to see her finisher because i actually don't remember what her finisher was i don't even know if she's done it in aw at least i know so i don't know because you know in nxt she's been using roll-ups as well so girl this is not that yeah actually it was pretty over that way so that was an era that was a great year. And she was a really big baby face. So maybe if she has some of that energy into her blue pants, and blue pants, she could be pretty over. And everyone might just be into, I was going to say blue pants. Everyone might be into leave a bait soon. And everyone will just have that, like, you know, they'll just do that pose. And Chelsea Green? Like super over. Um, she, we wish her a speedy recovery. <laughs> That's all Same. I have to say. Speaking of Chelsea Green, I'm a little bit off topic, but I'm just I'm just kind of sad that we're not gonna see the Mickey and Chelsea, Mickey was and Trish. It was a rumor, but I can definitely see why 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 they were going for that. Because like knowing Chelsea's past, it's like a the hot mess. So oh, yeah. I can see why that would work. But we're talking about AEW anyway, right now. Yeah, and we, we up, need to uh, AEW yeah, because yes. I didn't want to comment. Um, on to the next match, we got. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Danny Jordan going up against Anna J. And you know, honestly, typical Danny Jordan things. I'm so happy that she has her burn book. One of my favorite things about Mean Girls ever. Like her old, I mean, like her entire persona is persona. I mean, it's like mean. It's based off Mean Girls, but like the burn book just makes it like eight eight hundred percent better. Like. When I I literally cackled when it said there number ninety nine of the kid of the code name kids next door. <laughs> I was like I have flashbacks to Cartoon Network days. <laughs> and honest and like if I were I don't know why but like part of me really wants Jenny Jordan to come out with like you know like that scene where Regina George was just like throwing all of the papers out there. I want her to do that. I can Maybe imagine the that the WrestleMania moment. Yes, the WrestleMania moment. He would, she would do that, and then with this match, honestly, the Dark Order, 
they're still they're still giving Anna J wins, but at this point, I still don't know what it exactly is for, and we still have yet to have a proper like resolution with Ty Conti and the Dark Order. Did she join the Dark Order? Is she not part of the Dark Order? Give us something. That's all she's I have not, to say. Not registering it on joint. Dark she's still Order reading Dark. the she's still reading the term, terms and agreements. So she's reading that whole thing. Yes. Um, in terms of what I have to say. Um, you know what? For someone who has what do you call this? Um, wrestling for a little over a year, less than a year, TLDR a year. Anna J has definitely shown a lot of growth, not just in wrestling, but also in character. You know, she's in a dark order. She's the only female in the dark order, assuming Ty Conti has any plans anytime soon. But um, yeah, that, that was pretty much all I have to say. Um, you know, her winning with the Queen Slayer, her Shayna Baszler era is here. Um, <laughs> Not the Shayna oh. Baszler era. And when yeah, someone does the exact, and when someone does the exact same roll up as Kyrie Sane and yeah. Becky Lynch, man, I can see it happening though. It's not original. It's not original, but you know what I mean. But uh, the reason why I said Shayna Baszler, it's because Danny Jordan did not tap out. She yes, she passed. Oh this is really Shayna Baszler. Hey, so they're really building up um, Anna J to be this like powerful, I don't know, enchantress of the Dark Order of some sort, which honestly, I like. I'm just wishing that she seems like something. Important. She honestly, she honestly seems like the second bitch in charge after Brody Lee, and I'm living for it. Honest, honestly, yeah, because like the others are honestly just like put in tag teams. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the yes. others. Just compete in tag teams, if not solo with a manager or something. That's you know true. I mean? Whereas Anna Jay, she's the only well, I don't know if she's the only one gunning for a title right now, but you know, she's she's in the rank. She's in the top No, she's five. not. Is she not? She's not. She's, not. Never she's mind. like number six. <sighs> no comment. But I still love Anna Jay. I'm still a fan and honestly I'm just waiting for Ty Conti to like, you know. Sign the contract, girl. You you ain't Bailey. <laughs> Not Bailey. Remember that when she wouldn't sign the contract for the soft. How about when, oh god. When Carmella didn't, she was like, I'm gonna have a restraining order. <laughs> you yeah. I have to but you know. But you know, let's go back to AEW, of course. Um, up next we got Ty Conti going against Freya Das Lea States. And I'll be real with you. Um, Ty Conti may have won the match, and I think we kind of we I, we did see like the typical Ty Conti things, except for like the gory special GTS kind of deal. I missed that move, but I can see why she didn't do it. But speaking about Freya Das Lea States, I feel like she has the makings of a very good monster here. Like she is actually one person who I would be genuinely scared of like despite the way that she has been booked like I mean she, she is an enhancement talent but I feel like if built up properly by like a company from the ground up she would be a force to be reckoned with and I have she's turning one into my faves that's all I have to say all right well first of all we cannot ignore the fact that Ty Conti in this match did a springboard crossbody. A springboard. Yes. When the hell have I ever seen Ty Conti do a high risk move like this? Granted that she did get caught. She did get caught. She did. She that, did. Now we know that she can do a springboard like 
girl, that is Shirai territory. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. So, I how she uses that, dude. But, um, you know, typical Tai Conti, she got her jumping armbar in. Um, she got her. Uh, you know, she she would she can't use the Glory Bomb GTS because Freya said she is a large person. She her is. being able to carry her would just not make any sense. Like, girl, you ain't Kaylee Ray and Piper Niven. Oh, you know? so this is a different story, but I agree. Freya States is a great monster heel, and I'm just glad that honestly, I'm just so happy that Ty Conti's back on my screen because for some reason she was same. It's, she's like, been gone for a while. I know, and like, yeah, and I'm just glad that she's also pulling out. Well, this wasn't really a new move because we've seen this in the past, but you know, she brought it back again. Girl, it's like a modification lotus, of it. Lotus Lock by Caitlyn. That's what it was. Celeste and you, know, and you know, being a submission specialist would just make sense for her. You know, she's a, was it judo? Yeah, judo, sure judo, judo, judo. He's a judo. Jujitsu, jujitsu. Brazilian jujitsu. Oh my god. Yeah, but not it could be both. It could be both. It could be both. So you know martial arts. She has a black body. There we martial go. Arts. So you know, it would just make sense for her to be able to work body parts, pull out arm bar submissions, ankle locks, all of that stuff. You know, so this was a great showing from her. And I, I said this on Twitter, and I'll say it again. Right now, Ty Conti is my favorite woman on on the roster. Really? For me, it's still a very that's still a very hard question for I me to be honest. Here, but. She's imp- she impressed me. She impressed me this week, this week. It's probably because I don't see her a lot, which is why when she does something cool, I'm just like, no way. Part of, I don't know why, but part of me still feels like a Riho, but just because she hasn't been in the AEW. I, I forgot she was on the roster. I, yeah. not, I mean, like besides the fact she hasn't been in AEW, I've been watching her Toki Joshi pro wrestling stuff, her stardom stuff, and it's amazing. I love Riho. And... But talk. But we're going back to AEW Dark, where the co-main event we got Evilise up against Bit. I like Casey, Casey Lennox, and well, we all know how big of a fan Troy is of Billy Kay. So why not talk about Casey Lennox? You know what? I'm gonna give this girl some props because she did state on Twitter that Billy Kay was an inspiration for her. Period. Oh. Wait, that's like a first, honey. Oh, like, that's the first time I've heard this. Like, for real. Like, I don't remember anyone saying I was inspired by Peyton Royce. Oh, Billy Kay supremacy, I think. No offense, but we love Billy Kay so much. And honestly, even before knowing that Billy Kay was an inspiration to her, um, you just cannot deny the fact that this entrance and this whole, even the gear, you know, was sort of Billy Kay, you know, from the whole arm movement up to her hanging on the ropes and like, you know, her leg over. That's what Billy Kay does. And sort of in some way, the theme song. I don't know if you'll agree, but her theme song was. I feel like that's a bit of, of a stretch, in, in my opinion, though. Way. It's probably because it's very diva. But, you know, another it diva is. Thing, like there's no way I'm, I'm gonna hate on it so i'm glad to have that um in terms of her showing it was she fine. didn't do it was bad fun. she didn't do bad i'm not sure if is she like new to wrestling or is she like a veteran in the indies i i don't know i'm not sure but i will say she was able to keep up with ivalice who is someone who we know is a veteran so that's a good thing and yeah ivalice did great 
as usual. And I love that their hairs were the same. <laughs> Eva Marie. It was. It was. A, it was. A, it was a bit confusing. Like, I have to be yeah. honest. Like, I was like, um, who's wearing what gear? <laughs> but yeah, but personally, my sentiments here are pretty much the same. And yeah, I love her showing. It was a bit impressive for someone I've seen for the first time. And honestly, I'm just really happy that Eva Lee is using the octopus stretch, like a modified octopus stretch now as a finisher, because that vertigo spin kick. That's just like, I don't know. It just doesn't scream finisher to me. Like that's my thing. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't she scream can, finisher to me. She can still use it because it's it still looks pretty cool. It's not as a finisher because it doesn't it look does. like period. You know, it doesn't look period. I'll be like, okay, that's but you know the period. The so do you have any final thoughts on AEW Dark or probably just move on to Dan and Anand and number might A? Well, I was gonna say that once again, Ivalice is getting the solo match, whereas Diamante is the manager. But then I remembered that they had a tag team match on Dynamite, so let's just go. I'll allow it. <laughs> You're like, I'll allow it. So first up on the AW Dynamite, it's not really much of a storyline or anything, but Brandy Rhodes is confirmed pregnant. First and foremost, congratulations to the couple over there, and. Congratulations. And all I'm gonna say is what happens to all of her competitors. I'm not even joking. This is not trying to be rude or anything. But she was literally in the middle of a storyline between like Ali and a Jay and Jade Cargill. And now that's and Vicky Guerrero. And now that's gonna be thrown out of the window. I'm scared. What are they gonna do? Are they just gonna scrap it? Not gonna lie. When I first heard of her announcement, my first thought wasn't to congratulate her. No offense. The first thing that came to mind was like What's gonna happen to the storylines? Because like, oh god, I feel like just because of the context of AEW not giving us any storylines, I was super invested in what they would give Jade Cargill, specifically Jade Cargill, because she's a new face. So I was like, okay, let's see what this girl can do with Brandy. But now that Brandy's pregnant, you know, where does that leave Jade? Okay, but that story story time storyline wise, um, and you know, in real life wise. First of all, congratulations to Brandy Rhodes. Um, a lot of female wrestlers have been getting pregnant this year. You know, um, Becky Lynch, Sarah Logan. Um, am I missing someone? Brandy Rhodes. Sure. I'm pretty sure there was someone for Brandy. Nick, the Bellas. Oh, yeah, the Bellas. Both of the Bellas. That was amazing. You know, a lot of women this year got into um, their first taste of motherhood, which is always a great thing. So, it is. Good luck, good luck on this journey. Guess we'll not see Brandy for the next nine no, I, I, I have a gut i have a gut feeling that she's gonna be there for a while like as a manager though oh yeah for sure it's her company she's not gonna leave it she's she's gonna she, be on maternity leave, but she'll probably be doing some stuff i don't know maybe shot of brandy <laughs> i love she's not a lot she's not she's not allowed to drink anymore who's gonna take care of oh, yeah. that <laughs> just a quick plug i actually loved her episode with nyla rose that was really fun yes i love her there that was cute. Anyways, I like I her. I like her episode with Ricky Starks and Tammy Guevara. So, yes. What? Because I like I like um, those episodes too. Yes, honestly, it was pretty fun. And for the record, I know some Sasha stands. I still mad at Tammy Guevara. Sasha forgave Sammy, and for me, that's enough to move on. I think he's grown from that. So, but yeah. enough about that. On to our one 
Dynamite match of the week because oh it's God. you know you know at this point I know what to expect in Dynamite. Okay, they're gonna have one women's match and that's gonna be before the main event. That's before literally <laughs> that's yeah. literally what they do. But we got a tag team match. We got Ivelisse and Diamante up against Serena Deeb, the NWA Women's Champion, and Big Swole. And I'm gonna go start right off the bat. And um, I know at first, at in hindsight, this might seem a little random, but this is actually a pretty good um mid card storyline that they're telling here. I'm actually really interested. And with this match itself, um, they didn't really do a lot of like flashy spots, which is like which I liked. But I feel like um, it, the, these I feel like Serena and Big Swole have a lot of like. I mean, granted that they're not a real tag team, but I feel like they can make a really good tag team. You know what I mean? Like if they have like a bit more time to get it to work with. And with this match, you know, Clearwater Clover Leaf, which I like they made at the Clearwater Clover Leaf, now, not the Texas Clover Leaf, like where she's from. And the Serenity Lock one oh not one, two, three, tap, tap, tap. And Nyla Rose attacks Red Velvet with the save. That w- that gave me life. That well, gave me life. I was get, like, it reminded me of that time when Molly and Gail Kim were. Well, I'm not comparing things, but remember when Molly and Gail were beating up Trish and then Lena, Lita came out for the save? Yeah. But you know, that was pretty red cool. Red Velvet is Lee. I just didn't expect it because I'm just like, yes, go Red Velvet. Honestly, you know, with Brandy out of the equation, you know, because of the whole pregnancy situation, I'm glad that Red Velvet's still in the equation, you know, like she's Same. still doing. Like my is big face right now. That's true. My only fear with this situation right now um is how is Jade Cargo gonna get into the mix of this? Yeah, that's my issue too. Like, like oh my god, wait, mine. Oh, wait, also another thing: Vicky Guerrero giving the kicks to I believe it was Big School. That was so freaking funny. That was so funny. First of all, <laughs> let's, let's be real; those kicks were not devastating. But just watching it, it was funny. Time, it was- she was like, "This is how you do it, Shawl. Her daughter, Shawl. This is how you do it." The queen of wrestling. Oh my god, that outsold Oscar's kicks easily. Period. That's true. And how many people have won a match in three seconds? When you remember when she beat Cherry in three seconds? Um, <laughs> but yeah. Anyways. No, but yeah, I honestly, I'm just pretty concerned how Jade Cartel fits with fits with all of this because I really thought it was gonna be an eight woman tag team match, and I just hope that they drag a face along. If I were to pick one, I don't even know you. Maybe Shanna, like maybe Thunder Rose and Britt have like a thing going on, and what you call this? Thunder Rose and Britt have a thing going on, and then. I don't know. All of the other women I'm thinking of are heels. So, yeah, just give it to Shanna. Maybe Ty Conti, Leave a bit. Maybe leave a bit. Leave a bit, actually. Ooh. Sort of in the middle. Oh, wait. Like, I feel like Shanna would be a perfect ad, a perfect mix, though, because she has history with Nyla. Nyla. Oh. Oh, my. Even Stephanie McMahon, because she has history with Vicky. <gasps> Stephanie McMahon, please. <laughs> We can dream, but anyway, yeah, that was that was pretty entertaining. I like, I like and when it becomes a knockout, it's gonna be. A knockout. I actually don't know. I was like a knockout jazz. Wait, girl, if jazz, she's been in AEW already, but if she does, it's over for the girlies. It really my is. Eyes, my eyes are hooked. 
<laughs> but yeah. that's all I. But that's all I really gotta say about this match. What about you, Chur? What do you think about about these divas tag team match? First of all, Serena D might be their one of their best wrestlers on the women's division right now. It, she's she signed, is. right? She's okay. signed. She signed to AEW, but she's NWA champion. She she's just such a talent. You know, we've seen her on WWE already in the Mayan Classic and her run, you know, in her Molly Holly moment. Uh, <laughs> if you remember that, when she feels yeah, like a legend. Oh my God. Kelly, that, was, like, that was such great. a moment, though. Like, even her matches on XCW were great. Were great. Serena. And the fact that she can still go. I know she's not like super, like, you know, age, but, you know, like, she's been wrestling for a long time. And j- this just goes to show her veteran. Like, like honestly, like the fact that she hasn't had a proper match um after before going to AEW, she hasn't had a proper match for four years because she was a trainer in WWE. That just speaks mm-hmm. volumes. And the fact that she is still going and like no ring rust at all, you know, she's really just, none. She's just super technical. And as I said in the past, I'll say it again: technical wrestlers are probably one of the best wrestlers alongside strong style. That's all I have to say. That's true. And so, without further ado, that is actually the end of our episode. So, you have a little plugins right there or something? Any plugins? Um, not much, aside from the fact that this is our 19th episode. And next week, we're pushing 20. 20. And we're going to have a very special announcement at that time. We have very, we have a lot of, like, new things to go. We have a lot of things to come in store for y'all. But this is all like but all I'm gonna say is um announcement, just like what I said earlier, um, we're gonna release a special episode on Wednesday. Supposedly at first it was gonna be our predictions for the women's wrestling fan awards, but since they're uh, since the results have been released, we're invo- we're gonna invite some of our friends over and we're gonna talk about the results and like who got robbed, who do we think should have been nominated or won. And it's gonna be super fun as Women's wrestling, that's all I gotta say. So, we were if fed. you we are really fed, um, you know what? I'm just gonna save it for the actual for the actual time we're gonna talk about it. So, if you any if so, if you want any more women's wrestling stand content or just see me be scared of Carmella potentially winning tomorrow, you can follow me at Jiggy PBP. Don't follow me at Jiggy because she's gonna jinx this. For um, the I'm telling you, she's and, uh, gonna jinx. Crew. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I say am, it. Um, uh, the production <laughs> level. I am, I am a boss believer. I do not see Sasha lose tomorrow. So please follow me at Troy TVP. <laughs> so that's the, that's all we have to do today, right now, guys. Thank you, guys, so much. Goodbye. Thank you Goodbye for watching. Thank you. Yeah.